Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. Just, I just woke up and I was having dreams about work. <laughs> I'm like, oh God. Um, I had some stuff going down last week again regarding my work. You know, it's, it's, it's just such a quandary to me. It's like the stuff that I, I, you know, I never thought I would go back to this way of thinking. I was realizing that parts of me, which I, I never thought this would happen after I had this like huge shift. I never thought it would happen that I would go back to thinking, go back to my old self, I guess, and thinking the way that I thought, the way that I was taught to thought, think, you know, about everything. I mean, it's like we've been told so much garbage. <laughs> I mean, like, truly. You know, it's like you think about the way things are. And, and it's like we're in this, we come to this earth. Well, I mean, some of us, I'm not sure everybody does. But we come here through birth. So, so we're in our mom's womb, and we, we swim around in there for, for nine months, and then we come out completely helpless, completely helpless. And then, and so we are dependent upon our caretakers for everything, for years, for years. I mean, we are just dependent on our caretakers Then we, and I, and I suppose this is for the bonding process for families, you know, our dependency on them is very, lends itself to bonding. And, and it seems that, that beings that are bonded survive better because we do better when we are together than when we are separate in the world. I mean, generally speaking. But, and so, and so I, I, I go back to this, you know, that even though, even though I have been gifted where I don't really have to have a job, I don't have to have a job and my hope would come, my hope would be that money would start coming in a different, you know, through all of the you, you want to talk about like money for work. I mean, it's like it's been four years that I've been volunteering a, a whole body of work. <laughs> I mean, I've just been giving it out for free, you know, a whole body of work, of, of ideas, of philosophy, of theology, of, you know, of theory, of experience I've been putting out all this material for 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 free and there and there's a part of me who believes that it should be you know um and that God universe will take care of me in other ways I mean I I I'm in a position where I could indeed just 
like literally pay everything. I mean, I would still have little bills, but um, I wouldn't have to, to, you know, I could pay everything off and still have money in the bank. I mean, I could right at the moment if I wanted to, <clears throat> you know, but it's like, you can't talk to people about this because they're like, what are you crazy? You can't quit your job. What, you got to get another job. Like what? No income. You know, it's like, okay. Yeah. N- not an income from that source, but the belief that an income will come from another source somehow. Um, I'm just, I'm just putting out ideas, you know, that these are things that I actually believe in, you know, that, that, and like, like the truth is, is that this money was all gifted to me. It wasn't really something that I technically went out and earned. It didn't come from any of my projects or anything. It was just, it was gifted to me from my mother. My mother gifted me this money, but but I feel like my mother would be the first one to say, you know, you better have another job. But like recently she hasn't been. She's been just, you know, do what you want. Do what you want. Go for your dreams. You know, just my happiness is very important to her. And so I'm I'm back at this this crossroads again with with my job. Something happened last week that um, you know, it's, it's, and I'm not, okay. I think the most important thing for me is that people see value in having me for an employee. I think, I think that is like the biggest thing for me is that somebody would see value in that they have me for an employee. And, and I don't know that I'm experiencing that. And so, so like, there's all different types of currency. Some of them are not monetary. And when this, when this currency is not, is not met for me, I is really challenging for me to continue on. If, if I don't feel valued, which, which, you know, it's like, I have a level of earnestness about myself and my work ethic that I, that I would like to, you know, and, and I guess I suppose it doesn't matter what they think. You know what I mean? I know it doesn't matter what they think, but, but I, I'm just trying to figure or not figure this out. Like I'm trying to not think about it. And so I was kind of mad that I was dreaming about it. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, damn it all. I was dreaming about work. Are you kidding me? It's like wasting my sleep time on that subject. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's not what I want to talk about. So I had this really weird thought not that long ago. That Jesus was a time traveler. Like, I don't know, I, I have this impression, and I'm not sure if it's true or not. There's all these different versions of Jesus anyway. It's like, we're, we're, I guess, on this collective timeline, although I don't know, I don't know exactly how it all works. 
everybody is a little bit on their own timeline. Like everybody's on their own timeline. And then there's this like seeming timeline that we're, I guess, all on this supposed year 2022. You know, the collective people, the 7 billion people on the planet um, that we appear to be, you know, on a timeline together, I guess, I guess. Um, but, and so, and then like all possibilities go on and I guess some other timeline or some other dimension, the, the possibilities out there are just numerous. I mean, some people like to say infinite. So, and so I, and, and in my guesstimation, Jesus didn't come back here. This was just my, my, my feeling about it. And I don't know, I guess my version of Jesus and my timeline or my understanding, he opted to not come back here. And for the, for the massive reason that we are primitive, I mean, he came back here and, and he, and has this this gruesome execution and like <laughs> i guess i guess those people were not ready for this message right weren't ready for this message and so it's kind of like why would he come back here exactly <clears throat> this is not not I think that it, this is an amazing planet. But it kind of seems like humanity is, it's like, and I'm talking generalities. I'm not talking about like, like certain people who have, as somebody dear to me puts it, some people have done the four minute mile. Okay, but then you have most people who are just trutzing along and, and you know, and this, this sounds judgmental and so be it. I don't know. So yesterday was, was Father's Day. And I was back again thinking about the fact that of the amount of suffering and sadness that we have when our loved ones pass out of their body. I I don't understand why this is a thing. Like it it's weird to me. Like I can kind of understand that our body wears out or we want a different adventure. But what I don't understand is is that we we can't see them. Like I can perceive loved ones around me. I can perceive them. I can perceive different entities around me that kind of live around me and guide me. And so I know that my loved ones are around me, but this is different than being able to see them, being able to sit at a table and eat with them. I mean, they really do go on to a different existence until we join them, you know, and, and so until I see you again, you know, but 
honestly, my dad has been out of my life for longer than he was in it. You know, I know a lot of people have it, you know, and, and it's not a comparison game. It's just, for me, when my dad passed away, it changed the trajectory of my life. It just changed me. I, I, I lost something more than just my dad. So, so in Jesus, as a time traveler and coming, and, and what really did he teach us? What, what did he teach us? He, he, he taught us about love. He taught us about non-judgment. He taught us about Jesus as our, I mean, God as our daddy, as our, as somebody who adores us. That we are, we are beloved of God. And so, and so I'm like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, you know, he, he taught us all this stuff and he taught us that like you could say to a mountain to move and it would move with the power of faith. With faith, with a small amount of faith, you could say to that mountain to move and it would move. And then he said that we would do greater things. But see, then what happened was that these people took it. They took the whole message. They took it. They, 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 we don't want this message out about freedom. We don't, we don't want this message out about that you don't have to worry when you die because there are many houses. That's what Jesus said. There are many mountains. That's what Jesus said. You don't have to worry. It's like, don't worry. Don't worry for anything. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace that passes all understanding will come upon you. I'm not sure if that's exact it's an exact quote, but you know, that's a that's a quote that I think about a lot. I I was well versed in the Bible as a Roman Catholic. Yeah. But there was nothing, you know, I mean everything that he said in his life, but then he came back after he died. After he passed out of his body, he came back and showed his body to his disciples. Okay, you know, then I started to think, you know, you know, well, this was very significant because the Jewish people or some Jewish people do not believe that there's any afterlife. So like when you, or, or we've been told, or I had been told this, but I don't know if anything is true. I don't know if it's true that Jews really believe that when you die, you just go in the ground. I don't know if they believe that. But anyway, so <laughs> he came back and he proved that there was an afterlife. And he, and he was he was visible. He was st- he was standing there. He was visible. He was he was they could see him. And so, and so, <clears throat> I think, I think that that is hugely significant. 
hugely significant, him showing himself to his disciples. So this would indicate to me that it is possible. So I haven't really shared this very much in my in my work because I know how far out it sounds but over the summer of 2018 when I don't know what was going on I don't know if I was shifting timelines if I was shifting dimensions if I was in some wormhole I don't know what was happening but I was instructed to go outside and I decided to um wash my car I'm outside washing my car and I look up and I see this person no I mean and it wasn't a ghost it wasn't like this person was translucent or you know this person was walking along and looking at me from the side she it was an obvious female she was dressed in black from head to toe she had a long I guess not thick thick but she had a long black dark braid and she had a black bandana around her head And she was walking and she was walking. I'm staring at her and she's looking at me and she's smiling. And I'm staring at this, staring at it. It goes around the corner. She walks around the corner and I run to see this person and I can't. She's gone. And... At at the moment that it was happening, I didn't know who it was. But then I realized that it was my niece. My niece had passed away in 2012 in a motorcycle accident. That was very crushing to me. Um, But she had come to visit me. And I saw her. And there's no one who will ever change my mind about what I saw. Do I see people every day? No. Sometimes I see versions of people. Like I get a sense because this idea of parallel lives is actually true. I didn't understand it until I understood it. I was shown it. And there is this idea of parallel lives and... And and so sometimes I see versions of people around town where I live. (laughs) It's crazy. Absolutely crazy when when it happens. So this this tells me that it is possible for us to see them. But we... But... It is a total shift in in belief. It's a shift in belief away. Everything is a shift in belief away. But okay, so where does this idea come from that we can't see 
entities in different dimensions. And it comes from Christianity. who has latched on to texts. And, and, and it seems to me that it's just almost latched on to the worst parts of the text. I mean, I saw a, I saw a, something recently came into my awareness about this preacher. And this preacher was actually suggesting that gay people should be killed. It says it in the Bible. That they should be put to death, just as it says in the Bible. It's just, it's astounding to me. Because that's not what Jesus said. Jesus said, the person without sin cast the first stone. That's what Jesus said. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, what, what, what the Bible says, as opposed to what Jesus said. So Jesus came to teach us a different way to live. So I'm sitting here and I, you know, had this thought, well, what if he time traveled and he came to the earth to try to teach, you know, physics? I mean, we don't really know how primitive they were back then, but I mean, based on their practices for crucifying people, it's a pretty primitive place. But Let's just look at the earth today. Just look at the United States today. And the primitive nature of how we live in some ways. <clears throat> where where it's it's like we're in, it's it's not trust in 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 God, it's not really about trust in in nature. It, trust in, in the divine to care for us. It's it's trust in in what appears to be the way things are. Because we've we've just been duped. And the reason why I know we've been duped is because, I mean, I, I just think, I just thought about things a lot. You know, so, so I, I went to, I, I did what I would appear to be all the right things. However, I did get a divorce, which is quote unquote, not the right thing, um, according to this school of thought. But, but okay, because you know, like if you're to listen to a Ramsey, Ramsey would say, don't ever get divorced because, you know, it's just not a good financial decision to get a divorce. So we should all stay married for financial reasons. And I, that's not the reason why I think he says this. But um, anyway, just because divorces are very expensive. Um, not even just for the divorce, but the division of property and everything. And, and, a lot of women get thrown into financial disaster, and so do men, I guess. I'm just speaking for myself. 
um, that it didn't seem like my male counterpart had the same level of poverty that I did. Um, just saying. But anyway, um, but what I started to know, okay, so I do all the right things and I go to college, I get a degree, I go back to school, get a master's degree, and I still am making below the poverty line. Okay? Looking at, you know, one of my male counterparts, he he doesn't finish college. He did go to college, but he didn't finish college. He buys a business and he's making five times as much money as I am. So for every hour in his life, he's making five times the amount of money that I am. Okay, and then, and then you could say, oh, you know, and, and he did work hard. He was a very hard worker. Was he a harder worker than I was? No. Both equally hard workers. I mean, I had an amazingly strict work ethic. Like I was, you know, I was just at it all the time. And why was I at it all the time? Part of the reason why I was at it all the time wasn't that I loved what I was doing. It was because I didn't want to starve. You have to work hard, right? It's about hard work. <clears throat> so I realized that, you know, and then it could just, then some people like to say, well, it's just about your choices. You know, you just, you make your choice and, and the field that you chose to work in is not lucrative. You know, I mean, that's true. That's true. Yeah. It's not, it's not really that lucrative. It's not. So now what do I do? <clears throat> so what I have learned in the past few years is that it is, it is, there is a whole different way of being in this world. And that is of trust. That it's actually imagination. It's actually belief that things can change. It's trust. It's letting go. It's letting go of control. It's saying exactly what you want or desiring, whatever it is, and letting it go and seeing what happens. And every single day, believing in that vision. I was, um, you know, because I, I had this like little mini thing go on last week regarding my work. I went back. Okay. So, you know, because I kind of started to go back to old practices. What was I doing when my life was more ideal than, than what it is right at the moment? What was I doing? And, and it really wasn't more ideal, but like when I was what am I wishing for? What, what are my goals? And, you know, and I went and I have journal after journal. And, and basically every single day I say the same thing. And I am doing a lot of what, of what I wanted to do. I, I, I made myself another mind movie. I watched my mind movie. Not enough, <laughs> not enough 
like I, I watch it, but not, I should be watching it at least twice a day, at least. But in my mind, some of the stuff in my mind movie has already happened. Like one of the things I thought was super interesting was that part of my mind movie is that my children like to spend time with me. Because that's, that's an issue for me. Sometimes I, I feel sad that <laughs> that my children, you know, don't... It's not that they have to be with me all the time. I'm not talking about that. But, like, you know, sometimes I just miss the old times. I just miss hanging out with them. You know, like, we used to, like, make meals together. Every Sunday morning I made a meal. we eat. You know, we just... I just miss going to soccer games and all the stuff we used to do together. And so, you know, I'd put in my mind movie that my children adore hanging out with me, you know. And within, like, a few days, my son just sends me this this random text. Hey, Mom. It's like, I miss you. You know, can I come visit? I'm like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Why, of course. <laughs> you know, I had told y'all, I don't know, you know, that I had put in this thing about this sum of money in my last mind movie and damned if it didn't come into my physicality within, within weeks, within month and a half, that sum of money came into my physicality. It's crazy. And so this is a new way of living that, that if you talk to people about it, see, I don't, I can't, I don't have anyone to talk to about this with the exception of you guys. So that's why I, I turned to my podcasting <laughs> to, to talk to people about this stuff because I got no one, um, cause people think I'm categorically crazy. It's like, you know, oh, come back to reality. Oh, really? Nope. I'm not coming back to reality. I'm not because I know that the the reality is the reality that I that I create. <clears throat> so something that is becoming more like sometimes it takes a long time for me to get something. Something can be said to me over and over and over and over, and a, people can say it in fifteen different ways, and I still like God dang it! I just you know, but I'm starting to understand. This is something I'm starting to understand is that our brain sends out a signal. So when we have something that we desire, so I say, I would like my business, Blonde Hair Girl Ministry for Happiness, <laughs> to, to expand. I would like my business to expand. I would like to be able to work from anywhere. I would like to make a difference in the world. I would like to um, make a whole lot of money and I would like to work with cool people. Okay. So I write these things down. I think about these things. Um, this is what, what I would, so we, so we have an intention. We have a, a thought. We have, oh, this would be cool. So then we write it down. Okay. <clears throat> And the thing that draws the experience to us is our heart. 
And so, and so theoretically, the experience comes to us. We don't have to go to the experience. It comes to us. And in really weird ways that we're not necessarily expecting. Like, like for example, my mother to pass out of her body, but to leave three times as much as I thought that, you know, I mean, it's just outrageous. I mean, it's really cool. My mom was is amazing. Totally amazing. Anyway. So, so, <laughs> so, or, you know, just walking outside and seeing my niece or like all of the miraculous things. My, my life over the last four years has been miraculous. My whole life, our whole lives are miraculous. But you see, it wasn't until I had the awareness that my life was miraculous, that, that the way my paradigm shift, that I, that I was able to accept any of the information that was coming at me. Um, so I guess I was highly suggestible at the time that I had this paradigm shift, highly suggestible. And so like all this information was coming at me and I, I, I really didn't know what was, what was right or not, frankly, and maybe all of it was right. Maybe all of it was right, but just, it was, it was a rough time for me, frankly, but, um, but there's like all these really cool things that happen, like in the very beginning, like one of the first days of like, like, I I had, uh, I, so I come back to live at my condo again after living somewhere else for a year. <clears throat> and I was very sad, very sad. I, I, I mean, it was, I was in like a real traumatic event for me, but I come back home and I'm, I'm doing these practices again. And I say to the universe, okay, I would like something strawberry related today. Don't ask me why I picked strawberry. I guess because it was so random. So I know that you're supposed to, you know, just let it go. Um, but something strawberry r- related. So I, um, so I went through the day, you know, and then I was I was eating on a strawberry plate. My mom had given me these plates with strawberries on them, but. You know, I was like, well, I don't think that counts. So, but about eight or nine o'clock, one of my very best friends sends me this picture of a cauldron. She has this great big, like, it was like a, a great big pot of strawberry jam that she was making. She was canning. I mean, folks, really? <clears throat> what is the chance of that? I mean, I still, to this day, like, the, I still have stuff happen that brings me to tears because of how outrageous it is that that happened. I ask for a sign, and then something comes into my awareness that is so freaking outrageous 
Sometimes I cry, sometimes I laugh, but it's all tears of joy and gratitude and thankfulness to God for continuing to just show itself to me. So I know I've packed a lot in this in this podcast. I don't know. I don't know. I you know it's really weird that this 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 term that I that I came to understand like the more you know the less you know. Cuz I don't know much. But I kind of question everything. And yesterday I was back at it that I just think that it's weird that we come here and and I don't believe we come here for lessons and I don't believe that God puts obstacles in front of us. I don't believe that. I think life kind of does just the nature that, you know, sometimes we stub our toe, we walk wrong, or sometimes we say something wrong, or we do something, you know, that doesn't have a great outcome. You know, but I don't believe that it's God, like some kind of test or some kind of punishment. I mean, I don't know. I just think we're here because this is a beautiful place. Just think it's so pretty here, like with the sky and the trees and the birds and the. I just think it's beautiful flowers. There's just so much here, a beauty that I think we're just here to experience. And I could be wrong. Anyway, I appreciate y'all so much. (laughs) I'm going to end this podcast. I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.